What is going on, guys? My name is Mateo. Welcome back to the channel. Uh, today, we're going to do something a little bit different than what we usually do. We're going to be talking about a new project here on the channel. Uh, there's some potential for this project, I think. And given the news stories that we're going to go into regarding this project, I think you're going to see uh, some potential for it. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk today about the messaging element of this technology and why it's going to be rather important, not only for the near-term future, but the long-term future, uh, especially seeing things that are going on in China. That gives us a little bit of inspiration to talk about this kind of project because uh, not only is financial privacy going to be important, but communication privacy is going to be important. And things are quite more centralized in regards to our communications apparatuses than uh at least I anticipated, and maybe some of you will anticipate. So this will be an interesting video for you guys. Uh, so another thing, tune in tomorrow for our interview with Kevin Wad. Just want to throw that out there real quick. Kevin is just a fantastic part of the community. And as I say, in regards to our faith here on the channel, the greatest testament that you could provide uh, for the success of a particular project is just who, who it is you are, how it is you interact with people, and the spirit that you bring to the world. And Kevin has just that dragon spirit. He's just got great energy, and uh, he's a really good person. And so you're going to tune in tomorrow uh, to get the DL on some interesting things going on with Monero. Scalability, uh, interoperability with DNA storage technologies, quantum scaling technologies, really interesting stuff. And he talks about a project he's doing right now called Edica, and we'll leave the link for that below. Uh, but yeah, Kevin, fantastic dude. Thank you for coming on. You guys will really get a lot of value out of that interview. So I just wanted to say that real quick. So let's go ahead and get into the content. Remember guys to like the video uh, if you think that the video is valuable and to share it when you're done because this stuff is pretty key. So this is from Business Insider. This happened recently, or at least it was exposed recently. A major telecom company that partners with AT&T and Verizon said hackers had access to its system for over five years, exposing billions of texts. Now, we know about the NSA. We know about the intelligence uh, agencies tracking everything that you say, everything that you do online. That's not so much of a surprise, but the fact that it's being exposed to private hackers, who I'm guessing probably have some connection with uh, intelligence agencies, if not in the United States, then abroad— they also have access to your information. And frankly, when you do uh, stuff on your phone, you should already have the presumption that it's being tapped. Uh, that's kind of the environment that we're in. Uh, we are undergoing a kind of takeover by some people who don't want anything that you do to be private. And that's become rather obvious. This is why we're in the Monero. This is why we're into the Freedom Coin Covenant and the coins that we're about to be talking about. And uh, that is worthy to note uh, in regards to this. So going on, Cineverse, a major telecommunications company, said hackers had been in its system for years, and they didn't catch it. So all that stuff has been exposed. The data breach exposed billions of text messages and millions of cell phone users' data. Cineverse itself said that almost all mobile carriers rely on its network. Okay, so you want to talk about a single point of failure problem. Oh, my goodness. All mobile carriers rely on its network. Okay, so again, you just... This is the reason why blockchain and decentralization of information is so key. Uh, you have AT&T, Verizon, which are two of the biggest telecom companies in the world regarding 
uh, telecommunications, using this one entity uh, to carry the network. That's insane to me, but nevertheless, that's the case. Telecommunications giant Cineverse disclosed to the Securities and Exchange Commission last week that hackers had infiltrated its systems, a breach that exposed billions of text messages and millions of cell phone users' data over the last five years. Uh, Cineverse, which counts AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile as some of its clients, announced that that happened. The breach occurred in May 2016. They didn't find out about the breach in May 2021. Uh, Now, this disclosure is coming pretty late. Uh, It's October, five months later. And, you know, given that they didn't catch it within five years is problematic. But the fact that they took five years to tell the public about this is quite another matter. But then again, the public doesn't really care about their privacy, seemingly. So I doubt that this is going to be too big of a concern for people. But nevertheless, it's a concern for people like us here on this channel. So we would have liked to know sooner rather than later. Then we would have been talking about Conceal Network, which we're about to get to. Cineverse has experienced and may in the future face uh, hackers, cyber criminals, uh, or other or others gaining unauthorized access to or otherwise misusing its systems to misappropriate its proprietary information and technology, interrupt its business, and or gain unauthorized access to its or its customers' confidential information. Right, and this information could be used for blackmail. This information could be used to expose rather sensitive information. So that is quite something. So you could look into all of this. Um, Cineverse processes 740 billion texts daily. Now, the question is, how are these hackers going to sift through all that stuff? How can you meaningfully find enough information through that in order to uh, accomplish whatever nefarious task that you want to accomplish. Nevertheless, they have time. Maybe they have artificial intelligence to sift through this stuff and look for certain keywords, to look for certain images. Maybe that could be part of the deal. But nevertheless, you're going to have information overflow. But then again, we don't know who these hackers are working with. So that's quite something, right? That's quite something. So, yeah, that is quite concerning. And of course, yesterday you guys saw this news. Facebook is back online after suffering its worst outage since 2008. So we saw Facebook down, WhatsApp down, and Instagram down. And Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram are huge platforms for messaging people. And so, you know, people sliding into the DMs. Well, not anymore if that stuff is down. I guess you could still do that on Twitter to a certain degree, but it's a little bit more restricted as far as I could tell on Twitter. You can't direct message everybody. People have different parameters for that. But we're, we're going to get to the importance of this rather shortly. But just for people watching this in posterity, uh, check it out. So for six hours, uh, the interfaces were down. And again, guys, we've talked about this in previous videos. Go check out our hedging against crypto video where we talk about uh, the risks involved with the electrical infrastructure and the information infrastructure in regards to the internet, that could have implications for crypto as a whole, especially going into the future here with oil prices likely approaching $200 a barrel by the end of 2022. If this stuff continues, uh, natural gas shortages, coal shortages, um, this stuff is causing issues with the electrical grid everywhere. And mind you, the inf- the internet infrastructure is a derivative of the electrical infrastructure. And so, you know, if there are problems with the electrical infrastructure, well, you could have problems with the internet infrastructure, which is problematic for crypto. And not only that, but there is an increase 
of usage of internet kill switches, it seems. And Wired.com documented this. You can go check that out in the video we go deep into that and Cyber Polygon and everything that you've probably heard about. But uh, there are some risks to that. And so we f- we think that uh, certain oil companies like Gazprom, for example, which we've talked about, again, not financial advice, but we've talked about Gazprom quite a lot here on this channel for like the last month. And it's had pretty good market performance. And that's a way to hedge against crypto as well as natural gas companies, as well as uranium, especially, which we've talked quite a bit about. And that's also outperformed the market quite well. So uh, just a couple things to note there. The electrical infrastructure is important. Also, gold and silver. The OG privacy coins, the metal itself, might be good to get some physical exposure to that. Again, not financial advice, but those are just some notes on that. So with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about the Conceal Network here. Because this is an interesting project, which seems to be kind of under the table, to be honest with you. Uh, Not many people are picking up on the value of this project, in my opinion. Uh, There are a lot of elements to this project. We're more specifically going to be talking about the uh, decentralized encrypted messaging element of this, uh, which I find rather relevant to what we just talked about. You could look into the banking elements. You could look into some of the other services that this project seems to provide. But we do want to talk about the encrypted messaging element, which is interesting, right? So uh, Conceal Messaging expands our ecosystem by providing fully integrated encrypted encrypted messaging on the blockchain. You have messages which could self-destruct, like Mission Impossible, right? So Conceal Messaging supports self-destructing messages that delete themselves after being read. So that's fantastic, right? And there are some interesting... Uh, technical notes to this that I just want to talk about real quick. People make some interesting comments as to how that works in regards to blockchain. So let me read that real quick, assuming that I can pull it up. Uh, So yeah, here we go. There are two types of encrypted messages for the concealed network. One permanent and the other uh, self-destructive. The permanent messages are sent like a normal transaction, adding text data to it and are permanently recorded on the blockchain. The self-destructive ones will never get into a block. They are sent through the P2P network and stay in the meme pool until they expire. If you would like to get all the technical details, please align to Conceal's official uh, Discord. And I was welcomed very positively into the Conceal Discord. Thank you, everybody, who gave me some insights as to what you're doing with the project over there. Uh, And the Conceal Discord is pretty based. You guys talk about things which are relevant to the project. Uh, It's pretty active too. There's a lot of people on there who are the hardcore believers of the project, so that's great. Uh, This guy says they are self-destruct type. If they're the self-destruct type, they don't actually get included in the blockchain. They are included in the transaction and go to the meme pool. The meme pool propagates the message to all nodes in the network, but they never get included into the actual chain. So that's interesting, right? That is some really interesting stuff. Uh, So that is a little bit of background as to how that works. I find that really enticing. I don't know about you. I'd like to hear your comments. Please leave comments to let me know what you think of this. Mobile, desktop, or cloud. Concealed messaging works in the concealed cloud, desktop, and mobile. So you could have mobile messages basically on your phone. Uh, And I have a page here that I want to bring up. Um, The concealed cloud which is a relatively new innovation, I believe, on the Conceal project. Powerful web-based wallet and dashboard. 
Uh, so you can have a mobile wallet, which allows you to have mobile messaging, which is really cool. About, we aim to make the concealed cryptocurrency as easy to use as possible. With concealed cloud, you have a wallet that is secure, fast, and easy to use. All you need to get started is an account. Uh, multiple wallets. You can have multiple wallets on a single account. Each wallet has its own address, uh, so you can use them for different purposes. Pretty cool stuff. Encrypted messages. Try sending encrypted messages over the chain to the target user. Uh, the messages work in the cloud, desktop, and mobile wallets. Nobody but you and the recipient can see what is being sent. So that's really cool. That is really cool. And in regards to the privacy of the concealed network, uh, they use ring signatures and they shuffle addresses around. That is the basis of the privacy protocol. Um, now, how private it is could be up to debate. They don't have as many rings as Monero. I think the ring size is about five. So you could debate how private it actually is. And not many people are using this, so it probably doesn't have as big of an anonymity set as Monero or you know projects like this. But nevertheless, it's going to be more private than what we were just talking about here, right? So uh, it's definitely an improvement. Uh, but accept payments. Yeah, you can accept payments. So all the stuff on the mobile wallet is accessible address book. So this is pretty cool. No need to copy and paste addresses every time. Maintain your address book for easy sending and receiving of funds. That is so cool. Okay, okay? like you could literally have basically private text messaging. And you could add friends onto your phone book, I guess you could say. And they, we're going to get to this here. You could actually call people with voice audio on this network. And it's completely private or private to the extent that you believe it's private with the uh, privacy protocols they have set up. Uh, they have that somewhere. We'll get to that. And yeah, you could have aliases for wallet addresses. So your friends and partners can use uh, easy to memorize aliases instead of long addresses. It's really cool. Xano has the same thing with their wallets. Go check out Xano. We're going to do a video on that at some point. Uh, the original CryptoNote developers are working on Xano. Roger Vera is behind the project. And if you're about the gains, it's got like a $25 million market cap. It's basically nothing. But it's really fast. It seems pretty private. They're trying to integrate proof of stake into uh, Ring CT, which is a novel thing. But uh, it's still speculative as to how well they can do that. It's a little bit of a gamble. Uh, but take a look at that. I've been talking to a pretty intelligent gentleman on Telegram who's about that project. He is pretty bullish on it. So take a look. Seems pretty interesting. Uh, you can export your private keys and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Two-factor authentication, which given my recent uh, experience with getting hacked, that seems pretty relevant to me. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Now, our friend John gave us a nice infographic about uh, messaging. Thank you, John Pompliano. I told you I'd be giving you a shout-out. Shout-out. What's up? No servers. Uh, can you guys see this? I don't know if my picture is getting in the way, so let me move this over here. Um, no servers. Because all connections are peer-to-peer -peer and end-to-end -end encrypted, Clive does not rely on any central authority uh, or servers to operate. Latency and transfer speeds are greatly reduced thanks to direct peer-to-peer -peer connections. So that's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. And I think he meant to say transfer speeds are increased rather than reduced. So that is something to note on not autonomous 
users who are on the same local network can communicate even if they are disconnected from the internet. So that is really key. And I'm glad he highlighted that for us because that is super, super key. So that's one concern that I've had is what happens if they shut off the internet? And again, we talk about that in the video. We're not going to go into that. But if you are disconnected from the internet and you can still use this blockchain in order to communicate, uh, that is just super, super important. Uh, and given everything going on in China, I imagine this could definitely serve uh, a lot of people uh, who otherwise do not have privacy in regards to their internet activity, in regards to the financial activity, because they banned pretty much all crypto activity over there. And go check out our video talking about China and atomic swaps, China and the rise of the CBDC. Uh, we go into a lot in regards to what's going on over in China. But uh, this could definitely help a lot of people communicate and transact privately. So that's really promising stuff. Thank you, John. What is Conceal C CX is the ticker. Uh, just some more information on this. Pretty much what you can do with this is you can buy Conceal and you can get interest payments on your Conceal in your wallet. Like you can lock it up in cold storage. It's then staked and then you get interest. Now you're not going to be able to take it out uh, and you could set your own parameters as to how long you want to lock it up in there. If you want to lock it up for one month, two months, up to a year or two, you can do that. It gives you that control, but it is going to be locked up for that time and you get a certain interest rate based on how long you lock it up. So that's some interesting stuff. Censorship resistant decentralized digital money. <laughs> and these guys get it. I don't know if they listen to our channel. Maybe this was written a little bit before, but look, here they say these powerful privacy preserving abilities will act as a critical bulwark against the inevitable rise of Panopticon digital money. Yeah, these people need to listen to our channel, or maybe I need to listen to you guys. You guys know what you're talking about. They may be our only hope, right? And we talk about this a lot. Of course, Christ plays into the picture, but nevertheless, yes. Uh, Monero, the Freedom Coin Covenant, it really is one of our only hopes uh, to escape the rising panopticonical technocratic. And I'm, I'm glad he uses the panopticonal word. We like that word. It totally describes what's going on. But yes, it's going to be like an arc of sorts in order to get off this Babylonian uh, digital technocratic system, which they're rolling out, which unfortunately the Bitcoin bros and the crypto bros are not exactly aware of. We're trying to get the information out there to people so that they can wake up to this stuff and stop hyping up the gains and understand that they're under attack. But, you know, we do the best that we can. There's only going to be so many people who wake up to this stuff in time, in my opinion. Uh, but again, we do what we can. These guys are doing what they can. God bless you. The end of cash means the end of free choice. That's where conceal comes into the picture. So cool. Yeah. Animidity is the main feature of cash. Yep, they get it. They totally get it. Fungibility is important. So conceal network is a decentralized blockchain bank with deposits paying interest rates uh, without involvement of financial institutions. Now the legality of this stuff you guys could, you know, <laughs> uh, think about. I'm not sure what's going on with that, to be honest with you. So let me just put that disclaimer out there. Because um, private banks getting interest payments, uh, you know, without, um, you know, legal filings or things like this, you know, you all don't need me to say more about that. You understand what I'm talking about, right? So uh, concealed network enables untraceable and anonymous 
uh, untraceable and anonymous messaging and a secure way to transfer funds using distributed public ledger. The sender and receiver are kept anonymous, a key concern in a post-Snowden world. So that's cool. Really cool stuff going on here. We could go into a lot more detail. Hopefully when we get Mr. Cribs, I believe is your name, onto the program so that we could talk about the other facets of this project, uh, we can get some more info out to people. But otherwise, the, ma- the main thing I want to talk about here is the messaging element. So that's great. Right. Yeah, there's a lot to go into here. You can read all that stuff. They talk about how to mine it. It seems to be ASICs resistant, which is pretty cool. Uh, yes, so this is what I wanted to get to. Conceal Live, Clive, is a powerful privacy-protected communication software that offers peer-to-peer and end-to-end encrypted audio, video, and messaging services for free. I mean, guys, that's amazing, right? That is totally amazing. Um, so it's fast. Latency and transfer speeds are greatly reduced thanks to the direct peer-to-peer connections. And I imagine, just as with any network, this is one of those networks where it works better the more people that use it. Um, same thing with Monero, same thing with Pyrochain, some of these other coins in the Freedom Coin sector. The more people that use it, the bigger the anonymity set and the harder it is to figure out who's using what. And that is great. And so the more people that use the concealed network, the more people are connected to this stuff. I imagine the faster the uh, speeds are in regards to uh, these technologies, right? So now, again, I'm not sure if they mean transfer speeds are greatly increased given the latency is greatly reduced. I would like for somebody to clarify that for me because I'm not sure about that. Uh, But it's autonomous. Users who are on the same local networks can communicate even if they are disconnected from the internet. Just so key, guys. Anonymous, no personal information needs to be provided when creating an account. Uh, Secure, X509 encryption. No ads. I mean, guys, just so key. So key. Now, it's also great. You don't have to pay a phone bill. <laughs> like that also provides a lot of value, right? So you could provide, you know, telecommunication capacity to people who may not be able to afford having a phone and having the capacity. Well, you're going to need a phone to use this stuff, right? Duh, uh, and a computer. But people who are not going to be able to pay their phone bills or something like this, uh, maybe they could use this instead. So that's good stuff. That is good stuff. Maybe a way to budget and save money. I don't know. But yeah, Conceal Hub is coming soon, which integrates all these things together into one simple user interface application. So that's great. It's going to make it more idiot proof, which is perfect for me when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And so, yeah, that's pretty cool. And there's another infographic here I want to get to. I think we talked about those sufficiently enough. And I, yeah, this is Mr. Quibs. I think I said Cribs. Quibs. What up, Quibs? Hit me up. Here he says, wrapped conceal. And again, I'll minimize this so you can get it. Wrapped conceal uh, representation of CCX available on any of the available bridged ecosystems. So it helps you maintain anonymity in DeFi applications as well. Uh, that's one way that they advertise themselves. They're private DeFi. So you could use your private wrapped CCX in order to bridge yourself onto these DeFi systems. Binance, uh, Ethereum, Wrapped Conceal provides 
an untraceable gateway to and from these ecosystems to the concealed network. Seamlessly bridge from ETH, Polygon, BSC using the conceal bridge freedom. So guys, I mean, this is key. And there's some speculation. This could be the crypto vigilante pick. I don't want to put that speculation out there in any kind of strong way. We don't know what they're going to pick for next month, but it might be a good choice. Might be a good choice, right? And then there's sessions, um, which is run on the Oxen protocol. And if you guys, if you guys will recall the interview that we did with Hawk from the Haven community, Hawk, what's up? Haven community, what's up? You guys are awesome. Um, we talked briefly about Oxen because Oxen is also working on a private stablecoin, uh, just like Haven is. Except Oxen, I think, is just going to be private U.S. dollar. Haven is working on private yen, euro, dollar, gold, silver, etc. So they're working on a lot of stuff. I think they're really focusing on the ex-U.S. dollar right now, the private U.S. dollar. Uh, and I believe Haven 2.0, which is the current... Uh, iteration of Haven, which is coming out soon, is going to have that integrated into it. Interesting stuff happening, nevertheless. Oxen has also a private, uh, decentralized, encrypted messaging system, which is really key. I've actually heard some people use sessions, and they're quite happy with it. So this is quite valuable as well. So here it says, Sessions is an open-source encrypted messenger powered by Oxen, designed to provide both security and anonymity through metadata minimization, fully anonymous sign-up, and secure encrypt encryption and networking protocols. Session uses the Oxen service node network to route and temporarily store messages. Now, I don't know if it says temporarily store messages, so I'm guessing they're self-destructing to a certain degree. I'm not sure if that's all messages. I imagine... When it comes to messaging, though, you're going to want to keep some messages and have others be destroyed. Like some messages you just want to save for records, right? So I don't know if I would want all my messages to all be temporary. Um, I would want some which are permanent and some which are not, in my opinion. So just something to throw out there. Why sessions? The past decade has seen a massive increase in the number of people using and relying on instant messengers for everything from chatting with friends, blah, blah, blah. However, these popular messengers have serious privacy and security shortfalls, as we just saw, that make them completely unsuitable for anyone concerned about their online privacy. Uh, some messengers, such as WhatsApp, have deployed end-to-end encryption. Yeah, we don't really trust WhatsApp. We don't really trust WhatsApp and their encryption uh, because it's pretty much run by Facebook, and Facebook is not at all about privacy, right? I believe WhatsApp is run by Facebook. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe that's what's up with that. I believe that's what's up with WhatsApp. An attempt to alleviate user concerns about privacy and security. However, simply encrypting the contents of user messages doesn't fix the wider underlying issue. The companies that operate these services can still see massive amounts of metadata about their users' messaging activities. This metadata can include user IP addresses and phone numbers, the time and quantity of sent messages, the relationship of each account, uh, with other accounts, etc. So that's pretty key. That's quite something. I was like, I wasn't even aware of that. And I imagine uh, the unfortunate reality is that a lot of people will go to something like WhatsApp and think that everything that they do is encrypted and therefore it's private. And then they'll do things which are not private or encrypted or, or not as private as they would otherwise think. And then they get in trouble. And then they can get in trouble, right? And that's one of the concerns with some cryptocurrencies in the privacy 
uh, space. You know, are they really that private? And that's one concern I specifically have about Bitcoin's Lightning Network. You know, people go into the Lightning Network, it's advertised as being private, right? But how private is it really? Especially when you have all these centralized hubs. I'm rather unclear as to that. And people use cryptocurrency thinking that it's private for nefarious things, right? That could get them in trouble if it's not as private as it's advertised. So I think people need to be honest about that stuff. And I'm seeing things come out about, uh, you know, uh, Taproot on Bitcoin. And people are saying that this is going to make Bitcoin private. It's not the case. It's just going to make a lot of the transactions on the Bitcoin blockchain look similar to one another. Uh, And it's not going to make it nearly as private as Monero or another one of these currencies. But if people use it thinking that's private when it's not, and they're doing nefarious things that could get them in trouble, right? So something to note, uh, you got to be pretty sure about what you're using in regards to privacy. Increasingly, it is the existence and analysis of this metadata that poses a significant privacy risk to journalists, uh, journalists, uh, human rights activists, and other groups with a real need for private communications. Yeah, so uh, Sessions is in large part a response to this growing risk. Sessions is built to minimize metadata creation and leakage at every step of the messaging process uh, through its fully anonymous on a process uh, decentralized networking infrastructure and encryption and onion routing protocol session uh, ensures that users send messages not metadata that's pretty cool so that's another good option right there uh, so let's go ahead and just check out the markets for this stuff uh, ccx was up 20 percent on the day yesterday and if you look at the volume, it's moved up quite a bit. Typically, it's not this high in the volume, uh, in the volume charts. I guess you could say because they categorize these based on volume. Now, I've never seen Equilibria that high either. Maybe people think this is going to be the dollar vigilante pick. I think they do private Oracle uh, technologies, which is interesting. I haven't looked too much into it, but uh, here's Conceal. And if you look, there's been a good bit of interest in this stuff uh, recently. So if you look over a month, we've been kind of in a bullish trend here. And remember, this is against Bitcoin. So it's doing quite well. It's a little bit down right now. looks like something just happened. And XEQ is up pretty significantly as well. Uh, They were up quite a lot. It looks like they're now dumping back down little pump and dump action right there. Uh, and then look at Oxen. Let's find Oxen. Here we go. Oxen's doing pretty well today. But it's been in a little bit of a downtrend. Not too much going on with Oxen here. But nevertheless, here it is. Uh, it's got a market cap of about $25 million, I want to say. Pretty small cap project. And then Conceal is even less than that. Uh, let's look that up real quick, actually. I think it's got a market cap of like $5 million, something like this. So It's got a lot of potential for gains if you're interested in that. Uh, conceal. People buy the weirdest tokens, dude. Okay, so yeah, $6.8 million. Pretty small cap stuff. Pretty small cap stuff. So pretty good potential for gains if you're into that. So... That's about it for this video, guys. I hope that you got some info and wisdom from it. 
This is Monero Matteo. Uh, we didn't talk too much about Monero today. And I know one of you is like, you need to make more Monero videos or something like this. And maybe you meant it in another way. Uh, but uh, yeah, we make a lot of Monero videos. So go check that out. We make as good a case as anybody uh, for Monero. Monero is key. Yeah, we're Monero first here. And the Freedom Queen Covenant is stronger than ever. And I hope to bring everybody together to fight for liberty, freedom, financial privacy, and now telecommunication privacy. It's a really cool thing to have this on the scene. It's one reason why I'm not a maximalist, right? I like Darrow, private smart contracts. That's pretty cool. I like Haven, private stablecoins. That's going to be really instrumental as they roll out the new stablecoin regulation. And now I like Conceal because you can do private messaging, Oxen, same thing. So the more that we can grow the ecosystem together, as one unified force for privacy and freedom, I think the better. So let's focus on that. I think that's really key. But Monero is still the flag that we're going to fly on this channel into freedom and liberty while everything comes behind it in glory. So that being said, hope that you guys enjoy the video. Please uh, subscribe. Please follow us on our other channels, on our other links where we have different takes for different things. Telegram, Odyssey, Gab, Twitter, all that stuff. I have it posted below if you want the MP3 downloads. We've got Podbean as well. Go follow us there. And uh, yeah, support us at the donation links below. If you want to send me a message, I'll put my conceal address down there too. If you want to donate there as well, that'd be cool. Uh, but yes, PayPal, I have that too set up if you want to donate there. That would be very helpful. Thank you. So with that being said, Manero Mateo out. Love you guys. Long time. God bless.